word is chaos. You'll have to see it to believe it. Whoever said that must have been talking about Talladega. It's a place where chaos mixes with speed. Where a town turns into a city and the weekend becomes a lifetime of memories. It's a tradition like no other. What a wild finish. NASCAR Playoffs Weekend at Talladega Super Speedway, October 1st and 2nd. Bubba Wallace, the winner at Talladega. Get your tickets now at talladegasuperspeedway.com. All right, everyone, I'd like to welcome to the Rowdy Maglite Show, first time, Buddy Coford. Welcome, Buddy. Hey, thank you for having me on. Appreciate it. And, Buddy, uh, you're kind of the talk of that's going around the dirt tracks right now for such a young man. What got you interested in, in racing, Buddy? What 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 gave you that favor? Yeah, so my my family, um, like especially my dad, well, actually my dad and my mom, they grew up around racing with, with their my my mom's dad was he raced back in the day and then my dad grew up going to sprint car races with his family and um my dad raced briefly and um so yeah just kind of grew up in a family that was more fans of it and then we had a a close friend that ended up racing outlaw carts and and uh got into it through them and, and started racing outlaw carts when I was five and um kind of took off from there and have kept at it since you know i was five years old so uh buddy you one of those guys that uh dirts for racing and asphalts to get you there yeah so you know i I grew up you know I'm, i still run dirt um predominantly that's what i do right now with sprint cars and midgets and um uh, kind of everything in between that so um but you know my my involvement with toyota um in the midget side um is, you know, I run dirt for them, and then that kind of will get me in the door with the pavement stuff, and, you know, I've done some pavement late model stuff, and, you know, I've gotten to run a, an ARCA car and a, a couple of truck races on dirt. Um, but, you know, coming from dirt and being a, a tour to driver in the midgets, that's kind of their way of, um, you know, developing drivers that they want to maybe hopefully take to pavement someday. So what's it like, buddy, to race at places like I-70 Motorsports Park and uh, Lake of the Ozarks and Red Dirt Raceway? What's it like going to all these different smaller dirt tracks? Uh, yeah, no, it's you know, it's a lot of fun. I like I like running all over the place, and you know I like seeing new places or or being at a different place every weekend. I feel like that makes me you know a, a better driver, or at least it keeps you more versatile and, and it helps you adapt really quickly and that's partly the reason why I run you know a lot of different race cars as well for the the same reason and um you know you know ironically I70 for us is actually a pretty big size track on the dirt side compared to Red Dirt and Lake Ozark for example and um but you know I think like I said with going to different tracks and then running different cars but also running different size tracks I think just you know, can make you a better driver, and, um, you know, I think it's definitely a, a good thing to do. Out of all, you, do you have one favorite track uh, that you kind of look forward to race at? Oh, yeah. But, yeah, so um, before, so actually before I moved out of California, I didn't really have a favorite. 
And then I, you know, I moved out to the Midwest in 2019, I think. And uh, I went to Lawrenceburg for the first time for an outlaw show and, and fell in love with it instantly. And then, um, you know, got to run some more outlaw races there. And then I've run a couple of midget week shows there and uh, finally won my first race at Lawrenceburg this year. So Lawrenceburg is probably the, the top of my list right now. Um, you know, I just, I don't know what there is about it. It's just a bigger track, super high banked, and it just races really fast. And, um, you know, I think it, it puts on good racing and it sure is a lot of fun to run. Hey, buddy, you got Kyle here. Uh, first of all, thanks for coming on. I've um, been trying to get you on for about five months, but uh, since you won Lincoln in April. But uh, my first question for you is, uh, you know, talk. can you talk a little bit about your stock car experience? Um, I know it's not the result that you wanted, but, you know, how did that go for your first time uh, at, at Springfield in, in a heavier uh, size stock car? Uh, yeah, so um, I guess stock car-wise, I've only ran a, couple races um i guess i would kind of consider the trucks um to be pretty similar you know i've i got to run bristol and then knoxville for kbm um and when i got in the arca car um it felt it didn't feel foreign to me um you know as far as the weight and all that um you know i felt really good um you know i've I've gotten to run a lot of pavement late model stuff so yeah, I feel like I've gotten a good sense of the weight and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, running a, a heavy stock car or any car on dirt is a lot different than what I've been used to with, you know, 1,400-pound cars with, you know, three or 400 more horsepower. But, um, yeah, no, I thought, you know, besides the ending, Springfield was good. Um, you know, obviously the the track conditions and with the rain, it, you know, it cut some stuff short and, um, you know, without having qualifying and then a, a shorter practice, but, um, you know, I felt really, really good in practice off the bat. And I think we were, we were quickest, ended quickest and, um, started, I think, uh, I want to say I started sixth because of the owner points and got to second, you know, I, I thought really quick and, um, was slightly faster than the leader. Just, uh, the vision just got harder and harder and, um, you know, I could close on them and then would try some and then, you know, would lose it and could gain it back and kept going back and forth. And, um, you know, I felt like towards the end, um, I think it was a race against time probably to finish the race before four o'clock, but we didn't get there, unfortunately. But, um, you know, finally started coming in strong and was catching the leader. And, and you know, I thought we were about a lap or two away from maybe getting my nose in there to where I could get him off the off the bottom to maybe cure the lead. But, um, yeah, just with the vision and just the the pace of the competition and, and just, you know, just the lack of visibility made it tough and just, you know, had that incident with the, the lap car and, and had no idea he was there and, um, you know, didn't hear anything on the radio and, and unfortunately got into him. But, I you know, I didn't realize – Jesse was running lower to protect the bottom from me. And, and he said that, uh, I think that was the reason why he didn't hit him is because he didn't know he was even there, but was just blocking low and ended up going under him instead of into him. So, um, you know, that was unfortunate. But it was still cool to run up front and, and run, you know, run on the podium was good. And, and to know that we have, uh, that we had speed for sure is 
at least a good feeling for how it ended. My second question for you is, uh, can you talk a little bit about uh, the wing sprint car, um, your transition over from the wingless to the wing? I mean, how has that been? And I, I know you had that really big win in Kyle Larson's race. I mean, where, where did that victory rank so far in your career? Uh, so not, you know, it's funny, not since I moved out to the Midwest, not a lot of people realize that I actually grew up running wing sprint cars before I ever ran midgets. Um, you know, in California, I ran for probably, uh, at least on the West Coast, probably three or four years. And then I moved out to Ohio to race sprint cars. And uh, I raced sprint cars for a year out here. And and then that actually opened up the door for me to get in a midget because I was out in the Midwest racing sprint cars. So, you know, I've probably had five or six years in a sprint car before I ever ran a midget. So, it, it, you know, and being able to go back and forth, I think, was already kind of natural just because I had experience in a wing car. And, you know, like I said earlier, I think running multiple cars keeps you, um, you know, versatile and it makes it the needing to adapt back and forth fast, I feel like. Um, so, you know, it's it's been a, a good year in the sprint car for sure, you know, running for a new team. Um, that, you know, is still being kind of built up. And to win a, an outlaw race this year and, the win, and to make the nationals and to win the first high-limit race is all pretty pretty big in the last uh, couple months. And, um, you know, things are going good. And, you know, I'm comfortable, which is huge, and our car is fast. So, you know, Leighton Crouch gives us a great team to work with. And Brad, Bladen, Steven work work really hard, and it's been fun getting to gel with them and, and build a, a team that I feel like we can compete at a high level. You've been to the central Pennsylvania dirt tracks. I've been dying to ask you this. I mean, what, what's your thought on the tracks around here? I know you've run Lincoln. I'm not sure if you've run Williams Grove or not, but, uh, I mean, what what are your thoughts of, you know, the racing around this area from what you've seen and, and what you've competed in so far? Uh, yeah, so – I actually, ironically, um, my first race in central Pennsylvania was, well, not quite, I guess you consider central PA, but I ran some midget stuff for PA Midget Week, well, two years ago, and then I got to run some some sprint car races last year for CJB, and then this year I got to go back out there again for for any race parts, and, and also uh, with, with Lane Crouch in in our car. This year we went to um, Lincoln and won the the Sterner Memorial at Lincoln and uh, went to Williams Grove I think once or twice and then got to go to Port Royal which was really cool and so I've been to a, a couple of tracks out there just haven't been able to spend a lot of time out there with my midget schedule and and this other stuff that we have going on um, but yeah it's it's a lot of fun and um, you know the fans are always really great and the, the tracks are probably a lot different than what we'll see anywhere else, you know, from California or even Ohio or obviously Indiana. So it's just, um, you know, they got their own very different tracks out there with, with unique characteristics. But, um, yeah, it's from a local level, it's about as good as it gets out there. And um, their tracks are tough, so it makes it even harder. So, um, I yeah, I enjoy going out there and, and hopefully soon – um, can make it out there more often. Which leads into my next question for you. Uh, do you, how tough is it to run against the posse 
um, knowing that they run those tracks every week. I mean, have you seen that when you've been there? I know you you passed Danny Dietrich and Anthony Macri. I mean, you, you, you've you been up against some of the best in Pennsylvania. So, I mean, what's it been like competing against the posse and, and beating them on their own turf? Yeah, no, it's um, – I guess, you know, first of all, like I said, it, it's on a local level. And then also when the Outlaws or all sorts of coming to town, um, they, it's tough and they, they are tough to beat for sure. Um, you know, they have those tracks figured out, but also, you know, I think at the same time, you know, if on a local level, you know, if guys run at, you know, anywhere in the country, if they run at a certain track, um, you know, for a long time, you know, they're, you know, they'll be really good. You know, if, you know, you got guys that run really well at certain tracks in California or Ohio or Indiana, you know, they're really good because they run there often. I feel like it's it's the same out there with the, the PA guys, but um, I think with the hype of the posse and, and the tracks out there, um, you know, I perceive them as some of the best local guys out there that can beat the traveling series guys. Um, you know, and the tracks are super tough, and, um, you know, they definitely have it figured out, so... Um, but yeah, to, uh, spend some time out there and then, you know, get our car really good and to, to win a, you know, pretty big local race out there at Lincoln was, was really cool. And to say that, you know, you beat the, the posse is, you know, a good feeling because, you know, of how big the posse is and the hype and everything around it is, is, uh, pretty cool to see. So to, uh, be considered an outsider, I guess, and go in and, and take some of their money is pretty cool. Don't you feel like the better the competition, the better driver you'll be when the, when the cup guys coming down the race with you, buddy? Uh, yeah, no, for sure. I think um, you know if you race with the best, um, you know you'll learn about how they race, or you'll you know it gives you a chance to learn you know a lot more than maybe you know racing that you know for example I guess a, a local level um, or just really any level. You know, I guess, for example, racing with the Outlaws, you know, to me, they're the best front car drivers in the world. And, um, you know, those are the guys that you would hope to someday beat. So, um, you know, racing with them, it teaches you a lot. And, um, you know, to to be the best, you got to beat the best or at least run with them and, you know, in hopes of getting there. So, um, you know, I think that goes for, you know, anywhere. You know, to be the best, you got to run with the best and be at the highest level of your craft. So, you want to thank the guys that help and girls that help you run up and down the road to get this show on the road? I know there's got to be several people that help you through this, buddy. It's not an easy feat to get up and travel a lot. Yeah, no, not not at all. Um, uh, yeah, I I owe it all to, I guess, on the midget side, Keith Coons Motorsports um, and Mobile One and Toyota for everything they do for me and, um, you know, running as many midgets as they do on a weekly basis and running all over is, is tough and, and they they do a great job. And, um, you know, of course, Toyota helps me out with the tr- truck stuff that I've done and the ARCA stuff and the late model stuff that I currently do with Donnie Wilson Motorsports. Um, you know, I can't thank Toyota and, you know, again, Mobile One enough for all that they do. And then, um, 
you know, I run in and out with that new sprint car team, Crouch Motorsports, and Leighton Crouch has, has been awesome to to race for and to get to know and, and become good friends with. Um, you know, he gives gives us a great team, and uh, Brad Alexander, Blade Kearns, and Stephen Riley, they, they work really hard, and um, it's been very fun running with them and, and having a lot of success. So, um, you know, without some of those guys and, um, it's uh, definitely not possible to to do what I do and uh, to compete at the level that we compete at. And, buddy, tell everybody where they can keep up with you this season and your social media sites. Yeah, so um, I guess first and first off, I have a a website that has um, that gets updated regularly for apparel, but also it has my schedule on there. Um, just uh, by buddycofoy.com and then you know my Facebook is Michael Buddy Kofoid Racing and then you know my Twitter and Instagram is just Michael Kofoid. Um so stuff gets updated regularly on there and um, kind of get to see what I'm doing and hopefully see you guys at the track soon and Buddy let's just tell everybody you have a nice line of merchandise for sale on there so go check it out and buy some and wear it at the track. Yeah, no, for sure. It's uh, we've gotten to come out with a, a lot of cool stuff in the last, you know, four to six months, and um, you know, there's still more stuff coming as of yet. So, uh, hopefully, uh, yeah, visit it and buy it up, or at least check out, you know, what I'm doing, and love to meet you guys. And then any any fan that uh, goes on the website and buys some stuff, love to sign it and just uh, meet you guys and shake your hands buddy we appreciate you spending time with us thanks a lot and uh looking forward to meeting you yeah anytime i'd love to meet you guys too and uh thanks for having me on it's always a you know pleasure to do stuff like this and uh, always good fun thank you buddy thanks buddy you have to see it to believe it whoever said that must have been talking about talladega it's a truth you'll have to see it to believe it whoever said that must have been talking about talladega it's a tradition like no other NASCAR Playoff Weekend at Talladega Super Speedway, October 1st and 2nd. Get your tickets now at talladegasuperspeedway.com.